Happy Thursday, everybody. Today, I want to talk about uh, my experience with COVID, um, my thoughts on the vaccinations, and what uh, led me to get the vaccine and what has happened um, to my body since I've had the vaccination. Um, Now, before COVID was even a thing, before there was testing, before there was vaccinations and accommodations, the end of 2019, December of 2019, January of 2020, I became very ill. Um, now, this was the sickest I've ever felt in my life. Um, I was having hot flashes, chills. I had a 102 and 103 temperature, um, headaches. Uh, I was feeling nauseated. I lost my sense of taste or smell and even my hearing. I was coughing, had a really bad wet cough. My throat was red and dry and I wasn't able to talk. I had a sore throat, diarrhea. I mean, I literally felt like my body was giving up on me. I felt like I was on the verge of death and it was so scary. Um, and then like, end of January of 2020, you know, COVID came out and people were, you know, even though COVID was already around in other countries months before us, it came to us, I think the end of 2019. And, um, somebody I know who is an extended family member, um, she passed away from COVID April of 2020. And, um, That was a hard moment. Um, She was my uh, grandmother-in-law, my ex's grandma's, and um, I loved her. She was an amazing woman, a very strong, spirited woman, and everybody loved being around her and conversing with her. She was just a great person. And, you know, that was tough. That was really tough. And, um, you know, but for whatever reason, I was always against, um, vaccinations and I had my own opinions and reasons why, um, I think everybody should do their own research and not be persuaded by anybody on, um, decisions they want to do, uh, regarding their health and their body. Um, but, you know, working in healthcare and we're, and working with the geriatric population and having older grandparents and being around people who are immune compromised, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get the vaccination. I might as well, you know, because I, I want to keep working in healthcare and pretty soon the way things are going, you're going to need to be vaccinated to even drive your car. You know, it's going to get crazy um, to a point. So I'm just like, fuck it, might as well do it. I've had, you know, we've, we've had the measles vaccinations, the chicken pox, so whatever, and I'm fine. So what's, what's the difference with this one? The only difference is, is this faction, vaccination came out. And to think about it, it's just SARS-2. SARS-2, that's all it is. Um, and this vaccination came out, you know, in prime time of social media and the internet and people go ablaze, whereas the older vaccinations weren't around a time. So there wasn't all that craziness around it. So this is what I've always said is social media and the internet have always played a huge role into everything. And I think it's affected us in a way that we can't comprehend. 
Um, we can try, but we just can't. Um, you know, and although I had a lot of pressure from my family because they were all getting vaccinated, you know, the pressure and pressure that that wasn't the reason why I got the vaccination. It was because I'm working with other people. I'm working with other people's family members. You know, I'm working in healthcare. You know, I'm doing it so I can be around for my son's life. Um, and me and his dad, we always told Daniel, you know, it is you do your own research and you let me know, you let us know if you want us to take you to go get vaccinated. We're not the type of parents that force our ideologies on our son. We make our, we make our son make his own decisions. He does his own research. And I think that's for any kid that's, it doesn't even matter what age. I think any, I think kids should make their own decision and they should learn from those decisions that they make. Otherwise they're never going to learn or they're going to learn too late. Um, and I've had a lot of a lot of backlash from people like, oh, you don't make your son do this. Da, 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 da. He's a kid. And I'm like, well, you know, he's 13. And I think this is where we start um, having him have a mind of his own and doing his own research and forming his own opinions. Because I don't want my opinions to go on to my son and carry through, carry, you know, with him throughout his life. I don't think that's right. I think that's why a lot of people have the mentalities they have today is because their parents force their ideologies and their opinions on their children. And I wasn't going to be like that. Um, But Daniel ended up wanting to get the vaccination. And, um, you know, me and his dad, we were happy about that. We had no issue about that. Um, So I got my first round of Moderna. And I already suffer from a lot of reproductive issues, unfortunately. Um, But I don't know if this is just a coincidence or if this is related to the vaccine. I don't know. Um, But, you know, I'm on birth control that doesn't that I stop bleeding for, you know, three months at a time. And when I got this, uh, the first dose of the Moderna vaccination, I bled for four months straight and not just bleeding like hemorrhaging. For those four months, I was pale. I was walking around as a zombie. I tried going to the ER, but the ER had beds and fucking hallways for COVID patients. And I wasn't, I was like, hell no. They basically said, oh, well, you're bleeding from your vagina. That's not as pertinent as COVID. And I was like, you know, I drove here, but I'm literally going to pass out. Like I was losing like pints of blood it was like that bad and I even had to take this medication that you take when you do surgery to stop bleeding and uh, I didn't like doing that because it was a lot of pills it was like 12 pills a day and it was it was awful and that wouldn't even stop the bleeding you know oh it was horrible so I went in for a pelvic ultrasound and they noticed my uterus was abnormal. Now, my uterus has always been normal. It was like my ovaries would sometimes show up um, with uh, with cysts or little fibroids in my uterus. Nothing too crazy. But this, they said, and I even saw it, looked, it looked really weird. And it turns out that um, I... Now, like I said, I don't know if this was because of the COVID vaccination or if this was just a buildup of what was happening and it just was a coincidence, 
but I have adenomyosis, which is the opposite of endometriosis. And for those of you who don't know what endometriosis is, it is when the lining of your uterus grows outside of your uterus. And adenomyosis is when the lining of your uterus grows inside your uterus and up your your uterine walls into your fallopian tubes. And my uterus, when I looked at the ultrasound, there was no space at all. There was no darkness. It was just white, like filled with tissue. And, um, you know, which means that I could become fertile Um, If I do become pregnant, uh, higher chance of miscarriages, um, higher chance of not carrying the baby to full term, um, you know, and that I would have to get a a hysterectomy to stop the symptoms. Um, I mean, that's like the only cure of adenomyosis is a total hysterectomy. And coming face to face with that, like choice I would have to make you know it was really hard um I'm thankful that I I have a child and I had him when I had him but I'm but I've always had a hard time accepting that I don't have that choice anymore I think it would be different if I was born and I grew up sterile or always told that I couldn't have kids because you know, that is just my normal way of life is not having kids, but then having kids and having that, that choice be taken away, I feel like is a little more, a little bit more fucked up, but you know, I, I don't know. I'm just saying this, that's my opinion. That's my perspective on it. Um, is not being in control of my own body anymore. And you know, it's sad Um, but anyways, the bleeding eventually stopped and, you know, I still have all the other symptoms. I haven't had an ultra, uh, uh, pelvic ultrasound because they only allow that once a year with my insurance or something like that. But I didn't, I, I, there was an eight months in between the first dose and until I got my second dose. I got my first dose, I think in like March and I didn't get my March, April, May, June, July. Uh, Okay, maybe six months. I didn't get my second dose till um, like late August, beginning of September. For one, you know, my first dose, um, I had to go all the way down to Albany to get it and I wasn't going to go back. And at that time, you had to go back to the same pharmacy where you got your first dose. And then as I waited, now you can go anywhere. And I was like, fuck, that's what I'm going to do. Not to mention getting an appointment was horrific. I was the first in line, a healthcare worker to get the dose. But from January till March, I, I couldn't get in and get the dose. It was a few months. Um, you know, so that just, and besides a little sore arm and a little sickness, that's it. Now, like I said, I don't know if this is just a coincidence, but you know, I, I have been hearing a lot of females who had uh, Moderna have this have similar symptoms, and now there are studies coming out with COVID that yes, it's gonna it's gonna mess up your your menstrual cycle, or that's usually what it is. It just kind of throws your body off balance, but then it usually goes back into balance. Is what I've been reading in these studies. So I'm hoping that's what's happening to me. Um, but you know, when I was told that I was 
that I possibly couldn't have any more kids. I was angry. I was like, why did I get this vaccine? Why? To save somebody's life when I can't make life anymore? You know, um, it took me a while to accept it. And, and then, you know, I was, I calmed down and I started thinking, well, maybe this is just a huge coincidence. I, I have always had issues. Maybe these issues were just, you know, lining their way up for this moment. You know, I am getting older. My body is changing. Menopause is going to be creeping up on me sooner or later. Um, you know, so it's being accepting of your biological time clock, you know, that women have and men don't have that. So they don't, and I don't think they should have a say of anything regarding a woman's body or reproductive system at all. Um, you know, and that was a really hard pill to swallow is making that decision. Do I have to have a hysterectomy? I will have one if I absolutely need it. If I can live with my symptoms, then I'm going to try to hold on to it as long as I can. Um, now, this has nothing to do with COVID. Um, you know, cancer does run in my family. My mom had cervical cancer. Um, and I... Um, and I had an abnormal pap smear and now I have to go in for a, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like a little biopsy of the cervix because my, I have abnormal cell changes. Um, I've already been precancerous for cervical cancer for a year, a little over a year now. Um, you know, so it's just a matter of time. Usually it takes 10 years for those, five to 10 years for, for those cancer cells to develop into cancer. But I guess mine is going at a rapid pace. Now, no, I don't have cancer. I don't know if I do. I'm going in to get it tested. It may just be, you know, these precancer cells are just changing little by little. You know, I don't know. Um, you know, so I'm not going to worry about the C word until I actually have it. But it's just, you know, it's just hard to have to deal with me maybe not even, you know, getting a chance to even risk having a kid. It's so scary to think about, you know, and I've had men and a few women who have been like, you know, well, if you don't have kids, like, you know, you're like less of a woman like, I don't want to be with you. Like, I don't, you know, and it's like, I am still a woman, regardless if I can have kids or not. Think about the women who can't have kids or the man. Nobody looks at a man and, and say, and, and says, when a man says, you know, I'm sterile, nobody looks at him and, and, and is like, ew, I don't want to be with you because you're less of a man because of that. Why? Because they don't carry the baby. Why is it only women get looked at, looked looks negatively like that you know it doesn't make any sense and just trying to wrap my brain around it I don't know and I try not to let people's words people's words if they're negative they sting but I brush them off 
but it just makes me wonder, like, how can people, how, how are these human beings taking up my precious oxygen by being a shitty human being? You know, how would you, how can you say that to somebody? Would you say that to your own mom? Would you say that to your own wife or your girlfriend or your best friend? Like, oh, you're less of a woman because you can't have kids. What? That is so fucked up. You know? We, when when we are born, women don't have a choice if, if we're fertile or not. It's all within the gene play. It's all within our genetics and our DNA and our family history. We don't get that choice. You know? Um... I have friends who have endometriosis or have PCOS or or who are born uh, sterile, you know, and they're beautiful women. I don't look at them as less of women, like less of a woman. No way. No way. It's a really sad world we live in. You never know what somebody is dealing with. And so, you oh, you know, I live my life trying to be as nice as possible to people, holding open, holding open, open doors for them, you know, chatting with them in the grocery store line, you know, letting them go in front of me if they have one item and I have a cart full. It's just like human de- decency. It's human respect. And a lot of us lack that. But like you never know what somebody is going through internally. If they're having a bad day. You know, that one smile or that one um, pay it forward in the Starbucks line. You know, I've started that and I've been in a pay it forward line before at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. You know, um, it's just like that. The, the good little things that make such a positive impact on your day. Like, damn, there are some good people out there. You know, like there is some good in this world that's so filled with negative and, and, and bad vibrations and, ugh. but, oh, I just thought of this. Oh my gosh. So this goes back to COVID. Now I'm not one to comment on people's posts and and on social media because people get in these stupid little wars and half the time they can't even spell. And this one person, I don't know who she was, but she posted something that I just, it didn't sit right with me. So I had to chime in and I don't remember word for word what she said, but basically she wrote something like, you know, if somebody asks me if I'm vaccinated or not, I'm going to tell them, you know, that I am vaccinated because I am the people who reply. It's none of your business are the ones that are unvaccinated you know, and she was like, they're the ones that are like the problem. And I wrote back and I was like, I'm fully vaccinated. But if somebody asks me, I'll decide if I want to tell them or not. Maybe I'll tell somebody yes. Maybe I'll tell somebody it's none of your business. And if I say it's none of your business, it's not because I'm unvaccinated. It's just because it's none of your business. Who cares? Do you want me to put in Sharpie? I am vaccinated on my forehead. Who gives a fuck? You know? And then she was like, oh, so you're what's wrong with this world. And I was like, I am fully vaccinated. She's like, well, why won't you shout up from the rooftops like I do? You know, I have a 
a decal on my car. And I was like, okay, you're a crazy old white lady, first of all, you know? And then we started going back and forth. And then she stalks my Facebook profile. And she's like, oh, you're a life coach. You must be a really shitty life coach, huh? And I was like, what does my life coaching have to have anything to do with this conversation? She's like, you don't tell your clients to get vaccinated. I was like, honey, I'm not a medical professional. Therefore, I can't or can. Therefore, I can't tell my clients what to do or what not to do with their medical health. They have to see a medical professional for that. And that shut her right up. But I was like, what does that have anything to do with this conversation? Just the, the shit that people are like, I mean, I, I turned off my comments and I like blocked her. She wasn't my friend. I don't know how the fuck I saw her. Um, but, and I blocked her cause I was like, that is ridiculous. You're a dumbass. A life coach is a mentor. They cannot give. It breaches our, our guidelines as a life coach to give medical advice. We don't do that. Not, not even when it pertains to mental health. You have to see a medical doctor, a physician, or uh, a psychologist for that. That's not our job. And if we do do things like that, then we could lose our certifications or our license. You know, and, the, and she is the reason why the world is the way it is there's a lot of people who think like that from her who have to wear it as a badge of honor to be vaccinated I let people make their own even my friends they're if they're iffy about getting the vaccination I'm like do your own research look at all you know look at scholarly articles don't just go to Facebook or like those spammy ass like you know news articles go to legit articles and do your own research and do what's best you know make a decision that's best for you and your family either way we're still gonna be friends like i'm still gonna support you whether you're vaccinated or not i don't give a fuck i don't and for the people that worry about other people if they're vaccinated or not about you know i've had people like well you're not gonna be allowed into my shop um this was before I was not vaccinated at all. People were like, you're not going to be allowed in my place of business if you're not vaccinated. I was like, great, your business sucks. It's overpriced and the shit is shitty quality. Great. I don't care. You know, doesn't make a difference in my life. It will make a difference in yours because you're losing my money. But I just get to keep my money. So I'm a little bit richer while you're, you're a little bit poor, you know, um, But I just say, make your own decisions, guys. I mean, think about it. In the long run, regardless of of what we have to do, like, we're going to have to be vaccinated. You know, I have some friends who are just very like, vaccinations are what makes my kid crazy. And I'm like, no, your kid's just crazy. Kids are kids. You can't control kids. My son was pretty mellow growing up, but I've seen kids who are fucking crazy. Nothing to do with vaccinations nothing like that at all I think that's a little overplay there a little overkill um you know do your research and the one thing that I don't agree with are the booster shots because it's like are we going to need another booster in three to six months like are we going to need boosters for the rest of our life that's just not that's just a little bit too much injecting of shit that i really don't know what's in 
that's a little too much, you know. Um, they say all you need is two doses, no need for boosters, and then, oh yeah, you're gonna need a booster. Well, then what, you know, what good is this? Like, really? And I see COVID and I see that each state, I mean, at least for Washington, Oregon, their guidelines when it comes to, because I work in the, in the hiring process for a healthcare company and for healthcare workers in Oregon and Washington, you do have to be fully vaccinated in order to work in healthcare. Um, you know, and just some of the people, some of the candidates that I call and reach out to and I ask them if they're fully vaccinated and they're like, oh, I don't want to die, la, 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 la. And I'm like, well, okay, then, you know, just so you know that per our state mandate, COVID, you have to have proof of vaccination or an approved religious or medical accommodation. And here is the thing about this. These accommodations are bull fucking shit. Maybe not so much the medical one, but the religious one medical accommodation it does have to be signed a physician but a physician is not going to sign off if you have ADD or if you have a fucking yeast infection or you know you have bronchitis they're not going to sign off on that and and a lot of physicians are hesitant to even sign medical accommodations because they're threatened that they're going to be sued or there's going to be repercussions so a lot of physicians won't even touch a medical accommodation because nobody knows what qualifies as a medical accommodation it's a very broad area the religious of course you have to separate state and church but religious is a whole nother ball game you don't need a document from your priest or from whoever the fucking high head is in your church you just write you just say that hey i'm christian my my religion doesn't you know doesn't allow me to get vaccinations which is total bullshit because if you think about it there were no vaccinations in that time and there's nowhere in the bible that says that vaccinations are bad at least to my knowledge because vaccinations weren't a thing back when jesus was alive i think people just kind of do you see these rewritten bibles and shit that are going with the times when it wasn't jesus it's just some fucking fat ass white dude sitting at home making these books this is my opinion guys and i remember these are my opinions and thoughts i am not a religious person i'm spiritual um i'm a spiritual person and if i do identify with a religion it's more of buddhism um and literally anybody could just write a little on a little piece of paper hey due to this i can't get the vaccination Anybody could fucking lie, even if half of these people who say they're religious don't even go to fucking church. You're not religious. You just like to say you're Christian to be in that crowd. You know? And literally anybody can make up anything. You know? They can... It's insane. It is insane. It's all bullshit. People can lie. And they get away with it. I don't think a a religious accommodation... Why is there even a religious accommodation? Can somebody please tell me why? Does it say anywhere in the Bible or the Quran or any type of Bible you read that vaccinations are bad? Were vaccinations around in the prophet's time, in Jesus' time, in Muhammad's time? Were they? Because I don't think they were. And so why would they write about it? You know, I think our own interpretations is what's messed up with this world because 
if there's something in the Bible that says don't put anything that's not organic in your body, like people are gonna like take that and like the food we eat's not organic. It's so, it's so fucking processed. Are we not gonna eat now? Because the Bible says. I mean, I don't know if it says that. But I'm just I'm giving this as an example. You know, if the Bible says sex is gonna kill you if you have sex, if you come, it will kill you. Are you gonna stop having sex? I highly doubt it. You know, so I don't know. I think, I think, yes, I think, you know, if you work in healthcare, I think you should be vaccinated. But I think if you work at like Red Robin or McDonald's, I don't think the vaccination is required. I don't know why it would be, you know, or retail. But I think if you do work in a healthcare setting or, or you're a public servant, like a police officer or a firefighter or whatever it is, then yeah, I think you should be vaccinated, you know? But like I said, everybody, you do your own research and you make the best decisions for, first of all, you, you know, not your family, because your family, they'll make their own decisions, but for you, you know? Anyway, somebody please let me know if... Somebody please explain to me this religious accommodation thing because I just don't get it and people use it to their advantage and they abuse it. So, you know, I don't know. It's really weird. It's really weird. 